Hello and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari. I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Catherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle. Welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Catherine. I'm here with Gina and Kristen. Hello. Yes, the usual suspects. So we are here today to talk about loneliness. And I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt lonely? Even in a room full of people, have you ever felt all alone? Because I have. And if we're being real and we're being honest, the answer is most likely yes, at least some of the time. So today, we're going to talk about this. We're going to tackle the topic of loneliness, and we're going to look at the antidote to loneliness, which is connection. Mm. We're going to talk about that with connection with God and with others. So you definitely want to tune in to the episode today if you identify with the concept of loneliness. And hello, who who doesn't doesn't (laughs) right now, right? So going into this, I love a couple of quotes I want to reference, and ironically, they're both by Albert. So Albert Schweitzer says, we are all so much together, but we are all dying of loneliness. And Albert Einstein quoted, it is strange to be known so universally and yet be so lonely. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And here's a couple of facts about loneliness. So pre-pandemic, about five years ago, maybe even a little longer than that, about seven years ago, when I drafted my first piece on loneliness, I Googled I Googled that term, loneliness, and it came up with 71 million hits. I was blown away. 71 million hits on loneliness. Today, just the other day, when I updated it, post or you know, right in the middle of the pandemic, 462 million hits on the word loneliness. That's wow. crazy. It's just incredible. So in a seven-year period, it went from 71 million to 462 million? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You just think about the amount of information out there on this term. It's just incredible. It'll blow you away. So the state of loneliness is just skyrocketing no matter where you live. The pandemic, as we know, has caused loneliness to exponentially increase. Now, with having to be six feet apart, we're afraid to draw near to anyone. You know, wearing masks also makes it so difficult to be able to really see someone smile and connect with them. Mm -hmm. So it's really becoming lonelier than we ever have before. Before, when we were on screens all the time and social media, we were connecting, but not really in person. Yet, what was so ironically is we had the option to, right? Mm -hmm. And we chose screens. Now... We have to have screens because of, you know, COVID. And so we're choosing, we would rather choose to be in person. So it's yeah. kind of interesting how that, how that flipped. Mm-hmm. But people can feel lonely despite having many people in their lives, which is really interesting. You can have a lot of people around you and still feel lonely. When it comes to loneliness, it's not just how many friends you have, but it's how supported you feel. So that is really, really And probably key. how connected mm-hmm. you feel. Yeah. Right? Which yeah. you're more likely to feel connection if you feel supported. Mm-hmm. But just because you have a lot of people in your life doesn't necessarily mean you feel 
that you're connected with those people. Yeah. And, and I've often told the story, uh, you guys, in a previous episode, I shared this about how I was in a Bible study mm-hmm. and how I felt more alone in a room full of about 110 women than I did when I actually was alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is absolutely possible to be in a room full of people, not connect with any of them. And it, I think it actually exacerbates the feeling of loneliness because you're recognizing there are bodies around me, there are people around me that yeah. I'm not connecting with. So maybe I, there is something wrong with me. I really am not worthy of connecting with others or whatever, you know, lies we tell ourselves in that state. This is kind of an interesting thing. It to is. Know. And, you know, I can, as the single person here uh, amongst us, um, I can tell you that I have felt lonely many times Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm alone. Right. Um, But I've also, in a relationship, felt lonely. And that is a much more difficult thing, a much harder feeling and emotion to deal with that when you're with someone that you're supposed to connect with and you're feeling lonely... Yeah. A lot harder than being single and alone, I can tell you that. Mm. Totally. That's really interesting. I was and thinking yeah. about that because um, so many people that I've talked to feel that there's a lot of people in their inner circle that are going through divorces mm-hmm. right now. And um, I, I think there there's kind of some tie-in with the pandemic and how much time people were together, but maybe not really together. Gina, to your point, and I'm, I'm just kind of wondering mm-hmm. if there's something there where going back to the, like, you can be around people and feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot feel supported or connected in a way that would make you feel like you're like really in it with another person. I wonder, you know? Kristen, you just saying that, I was just, the thought came to my mind if, you know, at first uh, in the in the pandemic, we, we couldn't even leave the house, right? And so people for months were really in the same room, in the same house with people who normally would be going to work and about their day. And I wonder if there is something to the fact of people were forced to be with people and the realization of the disconnect came through. Yeah. Mm. I think there was definitely some of that that I noticed um, where, uh, look, my parents, my parents got divorced when I was in second grade. I've talked about this before and then they ended up getting back together. But when I speak with them about how they were feeling in that moment, it was, and it wasn't a moment, it was a long period of time before they got divorced that they weren't happy. But it was that they were so busy with taking care of me Mm -hmm. and my brother and Mm -hmm. work that they actually really weren't a couple. They weren't prioritizing them as a couple. And they did find that when they spent time together, they, they, were different people or so they thought, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I understand that concept of being married to somebody, right? And, mm-hmm. and you're right. Prior to the pandemic, everybody's really busy. People maybe are traveling mm-hmm. for work. You're really busy with your kids' stuff. And then when you're in the house and you're forced to be around each other, yeah. maybe there is um, this epiphany of, wow, we haven't really been spending quality time together. And people are finding that they're off. There's a disconnect there. Yeah. Without the distractions. Without the distractions. And it can make you feel 
really lonely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to get into this because there, it's interesting, you know, what is loneliness as we look at this? And it has been identified as having a constant and unrelenting feeling of being alone, separated or divided from others and an inability to connect on a deeper level. So what you were just saying, Kristen, about that realization coming to, you know, when you're around people and realizing, oh, I'm not really connecting with them. There is an author that wrote a book, Kristen Ratke, and she wrote A Journey Through American Loneliness. And I love this quote. She says, loneliness is often exacerbated by a perception that one is lonely while everyone else is connected. It's exaggerated by a sensation of being outside something that others seem to be in on, a family, a couple, a friendship, a joke. She goes on to say, perhaps now we can learn how flawed that kind of thinking is because loneliness is one of the most universal things any person can feel. Hmm. Wow. I thought that was really powerful. Yeah. It makes me think a lot yeah. about social media mm-hmm. and how social media can yeah. make you feel like you're left out yep. and that, you know, all these other people have this connection or are in, Perceived. right? They're part mm-hmm. of the in crowd. They're part of this. And um, I think it's really easy to have more feelings of loneliness mm-hmm. um, probably now than ever before. Yeah. I think that's really challenging. And it's a good reminder that, you know, when you're comparing yourself to someone's highlight reel, you know, <laughs> that is not reality. Yeah. Right? So I think that, you know, uh, we need to bear that in mind. But moving forward, I want to ask a question and for us to kind of ponder, does God care that I am lonely? And, you know, we can probably take it so far if you think about the script we're telling ourselves and backing up to that, to that quote when she said, you know, a sensation of being outside something that others seem to be in on that can be extended to Christianity too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I've seen people that are like, you know what? God doesn't speak to me. He may mm-hmm. talk to you and that's all well and good, but guess what? It's crickets and silence over here for me. Or mm-hmm. I've heard it, you know, Christianity is just a click or it's a club that I'm not in on. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you think about it like that, and if you start to tell yourself that, then you're going to become more and more distant from God as a result from that, believing that you're not in on the, quote, Christian club, right? That's probably the worst kind of lonely is when you feel really distant from God and that he's not talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the answer to that question is, does God care that I'm lonely, is in short, yes. Yeah. So there's evidence in Scripture that confirms that God cares that we're lonely. And when it comes to loneliness, the Bible actually, I thought this was interesting, has many verses that can offer solace in the time of need like that. And there's verses all over the Bible that can offer you comfort and let you know that God is faithful and is there for those that need him and believe in him. But the one that I really have chosen for this episode, and I love, and I'm going to reference a few more, but Psalm 145, 18 states, the Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. Mm. Like that one. You know, Catherine, I just listening to that verse, that is true. And and God cares about every little detail. Does he care when we feel lonely? Of course he cares when we feel lonely. And 
One of the verses that I really like is um, Joshua 1, 9. Mm -hmm. And it says, be strong, be brave, be fearless. You are never alone. Yeah. So even those times when we think we are, just going back to the truth of God says you're never alone. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Never. Not ever. Yeah. Alone. So if Isaiah 43, t 43, 2, where even when you pass through the waters, you will not be alone. Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus states that he will give you rest if you are lowly in heart. Deuteronomy 31, 6 says, let you know that you should be courageous and know you are not alone. So over and over and over again, of mm. course, you just referenced Joshua 1, 9, we hear this, we see this in scripture. So it's a powerful, powerful message that absolutely he is there for us and cares mm -hmm. when we're lonely. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about not just kind of we've identified the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Loneliness. We see it's a growing problem. It's mm -hmm. obviously getting even worse with the pandemic. However, there is an antidote to this. Mm -hmm. And when we look at this, and it's really something where, when we're stuck in the middle of it, it's hard to see that hand reaching in to help us, you know, remove us out. But the antidote is actually connection, connection yeah. with God and connection with others. And so if we start with God, mm -hmm. right, connection with God, is there a time when we ourselves recognized that we feel lonely and we're crying out for connection with God? You know, is there a time that you guys recall and maybe that you've wandered too far off on your own maybe? Oh. I think for me, um, something that stands out is I think you have different you have different types of connections too with people, right? And I think with Andy and I moving around so often, what was really nice is we were able to meet a lot of new friends, mm -hmm. right? People from work. Um, my husband is extremely likable. People is very outgoing and easy to get along with, and so we're able to meet friends pretty easily when we move around. But where I felt like I was really lacking was just a connection with other Christians. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a lot harder for me because we were moving so much is that, you know, it's maybe easy to find some friends that you can hang out with and some cool neighbors. And um, but it's hard to really get ingrained with a church or a yeah. small group or to find people that you just really have a deep connection with in mm -hmm. faith mm -hmm. when you are moving around so much. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like for me, there was definitely a moment where I started to feel really lonely in that area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you were, were you lonely from God, Kristen, or lonely? I think it was lonely like from apart God, from but also just lonely from um, like-minded people yeah. in an area that's really important in my yeah. life. Um. I'm not the type of person that feels like all of my friends have to be Christians and I only hang out with Christians, right. but I also do believe, and I've talked about this a lot, that, um, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. And mm. I think that in order for me to stay strong in my faith, it, it is important that I have a solid group of Christian friends in my mm -hmm. life and yeah. family. Yeah. And I was really fortunate that I have a lot of family members that are really strong in their faith. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm super close with my family, mm -hmm. but that's not the same as like living in the same city as, you know, a group mm -hmm. of people and being able to get together. And so that was an area for me where I noticed I started to feel really lonely. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. What about I think you, Jean? The, I think the 
reason that the Bible tells us to not forsake the assembling of getting together, it's for that very thing. Yeah. For fellowship, for companionship, for connection with people who are on the same page as you are about some really important things. You yeah. know, the foundation is your our faith, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, you know, I've wandered off from God. We talked about that with the sheep. I was the wanderer, you know. I'm absolutely. And I, I think that's... You know, that's a win for the evil one. Anytime that we're getting away from God and we're that connection isn't as strong, yeah, then we do feel lonelier. And then we're it's easier for us to um, believe the lies about the, you know, that we're not connected with people and we don't fit in and we don't have what other people have and I'm not part of a couple mm -hmm. and those kind of things. And I can say for someone who has been single for I don't even want to say how long, over 20 years. Of course, there's times that I have really felt alone. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of times that I have not felt alone. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been alone, but not lonely. Right. You know, and of course, there's times I have had that lonely feeling, too. That's part of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but what I can do and where I get into trouble is when I've kind of wandered off a bit and am having less connection with God, I want to connect less with people. Interesting. And yeah. so then I tend to withdraw and kind of yeah. isolate some. Yeah. And then that's where, you know, um, we can start buying into temptations that shouldn't be there or buying it. No, we're weaker and buying into the lies of, you know, of why we're alone and because yeah. no one wants to be with you, all those kind of things that aren't healthy. Mm -hmm. So I think it's super important when we are connected to God, then we want to seem to want to connect with others as well more. That, yeah. that isolating Absolutely. thing can be dangerous. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. So I, I kind of, when I was um, thinking through loneliness and when we get apart from God, you know, what are the keys, you know, to recognizing God is with you? And you are not alone. And when I started outlining this, I thought about service level agreements. Are you guys familiar with those? Right. Um, They're Kristen, often correlated yes. with faith and the Bible yes, and often, a lot of things you right? think of about course, when you're having time. your quiet time. So this is, yeah, service level agreement with God, right? <laughs> Sounds so, like maybe you were getting yeah, distracted during I was. your quiet oh, time. Oh, let me answer this email really quick on SLAs. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to this. So, um, so I thought, why not outline, like, with God, like an SLA, right? A service level agreement. And for those of you not having to deal with those every day, it's essentially just a contract or an agreement that you have with a vendor that outlines, you know, what they're, what they're going to do for you and what that service level agreement looks like when they're your vendor. So with God, not that we have an, you know, agreement, he's our vendor, but it's something where <laughs> if we were to look at this, let's look at it as an acronym, an S-L-A. So S stands for STOP. So when you're lonely and you're starting to tell yourself all of those lies and a script is playing through your head and look what I'm on the outside of, just stop. Whatever script you're telling yourself, whatever incorrect belief you have, just stop. Because it feels bad and it, you're lonely does not mean God is not right there with you. It means that he is especially close because mm. it feels bad. It's who he is. So we know that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That's Psalm 147.3. So again, the S stands for just stop. The second L, right, stands for look up. 
So redirect your attention to the almighty God, your powerful creator, and the one that placed the stars in the universe by simply saying, be. Mm. I love that. Be, and it was so. This is who walks with us. So we need to look up, and we can sort of conjures up that image of when we're looking down, we're downcast, we're sad, we're alone. Just picture Jesus taking his hand under your chin and pointing your chin up. You lifting are your head up. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. look up. Look up. And the last letter A stands for acknowledge. So you are not alone ever. So Gina, you referenced Joshua 1.9 already. Oh, so be too. strong and courageous for I will be with you wherever you go, alone or not. I am with you. Hebrews 13.5 reminds us, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So I think this is just helpful when we're sort of going through the the motions, right? And we're telling ourselves these incorrect things that are not true Mm -hmm. to just follow that method and help get us back on the path. Just stop, Mm -hmm. look up, and acknowledge. And acknowledge. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah. I think that would help. And so once we connect with God, then I think we're on track to connect with others, Mm -hmm. right? So... Um, And I want to uh, let everybody know that we have a really popular handout that we've done called the One Another's. And it references all the times in the Bible where one another is stated and love one another, encourage one another, um, lift up one another. Right. So we have these verses quoted and it's available on our website, on the home page of our website. So we want to definitely encourage you guys to go there and check that out at reboundingfaith.com in stereo. Yeah. Now, Kristen, you're supposed to be like joining in on that. I was not paying attention. I didn't know you guys were doing that. You can do the backup uh, singing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm feeling a little lonely right now. Like I'm not not part of the inside. See what you're on the outside of. Um, So the definition of connection, actually, I thought this was really interesting. It's a relation of personal intimacy as of like family ties, right? Mm -hmm. And intimacy is defined as familiarity, a state of close relationship. So when we look at that, and, you know, also, I love this little play on words, but intimacy can also be in to me see, right? You are revealing what is inside of you, and you Mm. are connecting with another. Love that. So as humans, we love to connect. We need to connect. Mm-hmm. Right. So according to Barnabas Ministries, which is a website for Christian leaders, I found this interesting fact. But a woman's greatest fear, they say, is that of abandonment mm-hmm. or disconnection. Would you guys agree with that? I do. Yeah. yeah. I think that's especially been difficult during mm-hmm. the pandemic for yeah. a lot of people, which it's not. I mean, I don't I would imagine that loneliness would have ticked up over the years just mm-hmm. in general, but I think the pandemic probably played a really big role in that oh, because yeah. I think we all really have a need to be connected. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And I love this quote, loneliness is proof that your innate search for connection is intact. Love that. That's Martha Beck. So obviously we see that we are meant to have both human and divine connection, right? It's illustrated in the Bible um, I love when we were looking at the, the time when Jesus was facing crucifixion and he took his three closest companions with him mm-hmm. while he prayed. 
he needed God's presence and he needed their presence yeah. and support. Um, and the Apostle Paul, you know, he spoke of his need to be with his companions and his encouragers, mm-hmm. right? Both of those. So I just think that's really, really interesting to be able to see how they both play a role. Um, and so I know, Kristen, you were talking about, you know, when you had moved around or just being able to have that community and the Christian you know, friends and whatnot. And so, you know, just looking at what the Bible says about community is really interesting as well. You know, we just stop and look at, again, going back to the one another's, but it's just kind of interesting. And there's one instance um, where community is discussed in the Bible. I thought it was kind of interesting in Romans 12. And Romans 12, 10 says, love each other in a way that makes you feel close, like brothers and sisters. And give each other more honor than you give yourself. I thought that was kind of cool. That's yeah. Romans twelve ten. I liked um, Galatians six two. Also, mm-hmm. help each other with your troubles. When you do this, you are obeying the law of Christ. Mm. Um, it was interesting. I was um, talking to a bunch of, not a bunch. There's probably like four or five people that I'm really close with at work, and I was telling them about um, one of our partners who we're really close with, who's just going through a tough time. And I was just telling them that I think we really, really need to help support him and be there for him. And it was interesting because I left that conversation. And then for the next couple of hours, I felt really guilty. Mm. Maybe like I was betraying his trust by communicating to them that he's struggling. And um, it was really nice. Like they were just so comforting when Mm -hmm. I let them know like, hey, I think I – Hopefully, you know, my intent and my heart Mm -hmm. was to help support this person, but I never want anyone to feel like I'm breaking trust. But I think sometimes that's hard too, right? When you're, when you are so close with a group of people and you want to help someone who you've recognized is maybe um, feeling lonely or depressed or going through a hard time too, um, it can also, the dynamics of how that makes you feel um, can be challenging too, you know? So it's interesting. I was just reading that, like help each other with your troubles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard. huge. And I think, yeah. you know, when we do that though, we ourselves heal mm-hmm. our own loneliness, right? So when we give, we actually receive. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really kind of a cool, yeah, a cool concept. And, you know, Gina, you were talking about isolating, mm-hmm. right? When it mm-hmm. gets tough. And I know for me, I do the same thing. Like I will withdraw to quote process, unquote, mm-hmm. right? I guess at least that's what I say. And it gets even lonelier. So then it yeah. becomes this vicious cycle, right? Yeah. Where it's lonely and then you isolate. Then you get lonelier and you right. isolate and then even lonelier and on and on it goes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I think that's completely normal though. I think <sighs> it's interesting too. And um, sometimes I think that you, you in an effort to take the next step and you might need to actually really seek out professional help. Yes. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, you, you might need to consider something like that in order to help you. Um, if you are in more of a true depression state, right. And it's, it's gone past, um, feeling like, like, like you're left out. Yeah. I think that's a little mm-hmm. bit of a different feeling. Yeah. Um, and you know, there might be people on that are listening today that don't have a relationship with God and mm-hmm. that has to be really hard, right? Yeah. When you're feeling lonely and you feel desperate and you're yeah. not really sure where to go. Yeah. I think that's really a great point. And, 
And I think it's also important that we take this moment to just give the opportunity to, if you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, to be able to have this opportunity to receive him and get to know him. And it will be the best decision that you've ever made, you know, in your life and the life to come. And um, Gina, do you want to maybe lead that prayer if someone's interested in you know, this is kind of unusual that we would sort of do this in the middle yeah, of yeah. a podcast, but I do feel like there are people who are really lonely out there yeah. and they don't have a relationship with God. And if you want to, if you want to know what it feels like to never be alone again, even though there's times that we're going to struggle, then, you know, just give your heart to the Lord and let him reside in you. And, and, and then you have that assurance that you're not alone. He, right. he says it and he promises it over and over in God's mm-hmm, word. Mm-hmm. So let's just take a minute and I'm just going to lead a prayer. And maybe if you're feeling alone and you don't know Jesus, uh, this is an opportunity for you too. So Heavenly Father, we just come before you, O oh God. And if there is anyone out there, Lord, that is hurting, that is feeling alone, and that doesn't know you, God, that they will just repeat this simple prayer after me, Father God. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you are God and that you sent your son Jesus to die for me so that I can have relationship with you. Forgive me, God, of my sins and where I have failed you and come reside in my life. Be the Lord of my life. Lead me. Show me your presence and your love so that I don't ever feel alone again. Thank you for your salvation. And thank you for loving me so much that you don't want me to be alone. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Gina. That's great. I celebrate that because there really is no better way when you are lonely and fighting and worn down from the fight and uncertain of what's next and feeling so alone that to have God now in your life walking with you going out before you Mm -hmm. um, being your rear guard behind Mm -hmm. you just serving in every possible need before you even know you have the need right yes he's already met that need so Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you just said that prayer, celebrate the fact Mm -hmm. that you are not alone and you're never going to be alone again, that the creator of the universe, the Holy Spirit resides within you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And so I think, you know, next steps for um, whether you just accepted Christ as your as your Lord and Savior and you're you know, just born into the family of God, mm-hmm. or if you are a long-standing Christian and mm-hmm. you're feeling lonely, you know, I think the next steps are to uh, get back with God, get back into the presence of God. We've talked about this in a few past episodes that we can link in the episode notes, but again, prayer, being in the presence of God, I think um, just submitting to him, um, trusting God, right? Some key components But just knowing, and I think being in the presence of God 
feeling his manifest presence comforting you Mm -hmm. in those lonely times, knowing that that is only temporary. Mm -hmm. I love the example that Francis Chan gives in terms of the rope, right? You've talked about that. Do you want to describe what that is? Yeah. You know, Francis Chan does this visual. You can look it up on YouTube. And he has this rope that, you know, wraps around the building. It is so long. And the end of the rope, at the very beginning of the rope, it's red. And it's just like a foot long. And he's saying, this red part, this is your life here. We concentrate on this. We think on this. Everything is about this right here, right now, what I'm going through, what life holds, all that it is. And we're so fixated on this short piece of this rope. And then he starts pulling the rope and it just goes on Mm -hmm. and on and on. This is eternity. Mm -hmm. That's what comes after this. This too shall pass. And then eternity comes. Concentrate. Put your focus on what comes after this short period of time. So powerful. That's awesome. I love that because, you know, when we're lonely and we're here Mm -hmm. and we're not, you know, directly in front of God, you know, as we will be in the life hereafter, I think to remember that that loneliness, it's with us here now, but he's also with us here now. Mm -hmm. He will see us through that. And so remember that little tiny red part is only the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So, yes, we just want to encourage you all at home going through difficult times, the pandemic, um, you know, just know that that we will link the episodes here, um, that we are praying for you all. And we felt it really important to address this topic because we are hearing it from several people. And I know the three of us. 462 million have checked it out on Google. So there's a lot of people out there lonely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we really do just want to encourage you in your walk and, and wherever you are. Spend time reading God's word, it's his love letter to us. It Mm -hmm. does make you feel less lonely, that's for sure. And, you know, on our website, reboundingfaith.com, if you'll go on there and put in your email address, if you have a a prayer request, if there's something you need prayer for, please send that and reach out to us. I will answer that. We will pray for you. You are not alone. Um, It's important, I think, that we make the effort to have a connection yes, and to mm-hmm. try to step out of that loneliness and that comfort zone and, and try to make a connection, mm-hmm. not only with God, with others. And we're here for you guys. Yeah. Really good point. And to be honest and forthright in terms of what we're telling ourselves, that it isn't that we are on the outside of something mm-hmm. um, or that, you know, our next door neighbors have it better than us because they have more family members or, you know, whatever it is, they're married or whatever it is that we're telling ourselves you know, I think that we each individually have challenges. They mm-hmm. just look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They may be a different flavor, right? But right. it's all difficult here. And I think that we knowing that God does meet us in our weakness and he strengthen us, strengthens us there. So, and I just want to remind you all of the service level agreement, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> be sure to stop and do that SLA. You know, I, I'm going to do it myself this week. And yeah. when I find myself struggling with loneliness and questioning things mm-hmm. to just stop, look up and acknowledge. Absolutely. Yep. Love it. 
Yes. So on that note, we just want to close, let you know that we all love you and that we're thinking about you. We're praying for you. Drop us a note and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. And on that note, have a rebounding week. God bless. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe to Rebounding Faith.